This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's here, and it's real. Reporters risking it all. First lightning. Then a tree. And the guy forced to swim inside his own living room. Plus the startling demonstration of what a storm surge looks like. That can completely submerge some buildings. Destination weddings in Florida. This bride-to-be was supposed to get married this weekend. Your wedding plans have been turned upside down. So is she. And Katie Couric, breast cancer revelation. Her advice to women everywhere. We're looking for a snowball in a snowstorm. Plus, Michael who? Kelly Ripa's former co-host Michael Strahan. Erased from her tell-all book, then pizza attack. Smacked in the head with a chair. This came out of nowhere. You've never seen this guy. Plus, awkward. He calls for a congresswoman, but she's dead. Representative Jackie, are you here? Then, the hot new movie about screen legend Marilyn Monroe. But how accurate is it? Did JFK really sexually assault the screen idol? And Lizzo's magic flute. The national treasure that hasn't been played in 200 years. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is as bad as the experts feared. Hurricane Ian has made landfall in Florida, and the experts say if you had plans to leave and haven't, stay where you are. The storm has intensified to a near Category 5 status, wreaking havoc on everything in its path. It's hell on earth as Hurricane Ian slams into Florida. 155 miles per hour winds, 18 foot waves, epic destruction. Take a look at the cars now. They're all bunched into each other over there. The wind continues to ramp up. But we're going to get smashed here. There are down trees literally everywhere all over this area. This is what Ian looks like from space. A swirling monster. Those flashes? Lightning. I can't hear anything and I can't see anything. Here is where the water comes up to three feet. Check out the Weather Channel's gripping 3D simulation of what a nine-foot storm surge looks like. Nine feet. That can completely 
completely submerged some buildings, homes, businesses. This, in many cases, is not survival. Look at the wind howling through here. Their reporters were in the thick of it, wearing baseball helmets for protection against projectiles. I just got knocked on my butt. You can hardly see anything out here. Jim Cantori had some close calls. First, he almost got struck by lightning. Then he got hit with a tree branch. This man has a new pool. Unfortunately, it's inside his house. There are cars floating. Tony and Emily Massey are riding out the storm in their high-rise in Naples. They lost power as the city flooded. This is where the pool was. The pool is underwater. The pool's gone. The Naples Fire Department wades through waist-deep water. Much of Florida is hunkered down today. The state's famous amusement parks, Disney, Universal, Legoland, and SeaWorld all closed as the state gets absolutely hammered. And we'll have more on the hurricane a little later in the broadcast. An important reminder for women who may not have gotten their regular mammogram, schedule it now. Former TV anchor Katie Couric missed her usual mammogram, and today she revealed she's been treated for breast cancer. Jim Murray has details. Revelations today from Katie Couric. She's been battling breast cancer after she was six months late for a mammogram. I shudder to think what might have happened if I had put it off longer, she warns. On her website, Couric writes, why not me? She says when Tess confirmed she had breast cancer, she felt sick and the room started to spin. She reveals that she underwent surgery in July and her tumor was bigger than they expected, roughly the size of an olive. She says she also had radiation, finishing her last treatment yesterday. Katie has always been an advocate for cancer prevention, which is why her breast cancer diagnosis is so surprising. I'm a little nervous. She famously underwent a live colonoscopy on the Today Show in 2000 after her first husband died from colon cancer. She was caught off guard when her doctor reminded her that she was overdue for her mammogram. She wondered if the pandemic skewed her sense of time. She says she decided to go public as a cautionary tale, explaining she has dense breast tissue, which makes it more difficult to detect breast cancer. So she opted for a more in-depth 3D mammogram. Dense breast tissue looks like a white splotchy snowstorm on mammograms. And that's a problem because cancer is white. So now we're looking for a snowball in a snowstorm. When you have dense breasts, you really should consider either upgrading to a 3D mammogram or adding whole breast screening ultrasound. Now to another broadcast legend, Barbara Walters, who just turned 93. To the one and only Barbara Walters, who had a birthday. We want to say 27 never looks so good. (laughs) Whoopi Goldberg sent out the birthday greeting from The View, the show that Walters created and co-hosted until she retired in 2014. Walters was last seen out in public in 2016. Ms. Walters' representative says she spent her birthday relaxing at home. And Kelly Ripa's new book continues to make waves, first for what she said about her former co-host Regis Philbin, and now for what she didn't say about Michael Strahan, which is nothing. She never mentions him by name. Kelly Ripa, her book Live Wire. In Kelly Ripa's juicy new memoir, there's not one mention of her former co-host Michael Strahan. And there's zero mention of perhaps the most dramatic week of her professional career, her furious walkout in 2016, when she first learned Strahan was leaving for GMA. I'm leaving this show. 
Kelly Ripa felt blindsided and refused to come to work for four days. TV personality Aaron Andrews was booked to take her place. So what else has been going on here? No, I'm kidding. We got a big show today. Too soon, that's all I'm going to say. Holy and during her boycott, Kelly was photographed outside her home sending not-so-subtle messages to her bosses at ABC, like wearing this jacket emblazoned with the word freedom and carrying a book titled David and Goliath. When she finally came back to work, she vented on the air. It started a much greater conversation about communication and consideration and most importantly, respect. Are there still hard feelings? Yeah, Kelly gave the exclusive morning show interview to so CBS Mornings and not GMA, where Strahan is now co-host. As a woman, it is hard for our voices to be heard. According to Justice Department figures, crime is up from 2020 to 2021. There's been a 29% increase in violent attacks. And it would seem that a frightening number of them are random. Les Trent has more in a report that we should caution may be intense for some viewers. A random act of terror shocking the nation. An elderly man is sitting at a pizza restaurant in Manhattan when a total stranger slams him with a chair. The victim's cell phone goes flying and the assailant grabs it and takes off running. I instantly raised my arm to protect my face. And this is what happened. I spoke to the 64-year-old victim, Vincent Pacino, at the rehab center where he's recovering. What's the extent of the injuries? Well, the two long bones and the forearm. So you're talking about the bones? Yes. The bones right here? Yes, were shattered. What do you think would have happened had you not gotten your arm up? I would not have survived that. The attack happened here at this pizzeria, just two blocks from the Inside Edition studios on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. The victim was sitting right here when his world exploded in pain. And he's just the latest victim in a string of random acts of violence battering the nation. This woman was in a New York subway station when a stranger grabbed her and threw her to the ground. The attacker, reportedly a convicted killer, punches and stomps her. Then he casually walks away. I can't even look in the mirror. It's hard. 33-year-old Elizabeth Gomes may lose the sight in one eye. I still don't understand how somebody could actually do something like that to someone. She is begging the city's mayor to do something about crime. Will no one help us, goes today's New York Post front page. If you watch the news these days, it seems like these random acts of violence are way up. True or false? We see them more. That's definitely true. We see more random acts of violence than we used to. Everyone has a phone in their pocket. We see video, we see security video, street cameras, and it gives you the impression that it's increasing. You know, there's no reason, there's no justification for this assault. Mm. Justice Department also says there's been a 50% increase in crime victims requiring medical and other assistance. Now, an awkward moment at the White House today. President Biden gave a shout out to a congresswoman that he thought was there. But one problem, she died last month. President Biden is raising eyebrows today after this embarrassing moment. At a White House ceremony on hunger, he called out the name of a congresswoman. Problem is, she's dead. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. Jackie is the late congresswoman from Indiana, Jackie Walorski, who was killed in a car accident in August with two young staffers. 
White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about the episode at the regular briefing today. The president appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so, what happened? The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. She was on his mind. She was of top of mind. Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, was going to be here. And now back to Hurricane Ian. For a lot of couples who were planning to be married in Florida this weekend, the storm is an uninvited guest. It has upended months of planning. Amber Cagliano spoke with some brides whose destination weddings are now thrown into chaos. These young lovers aren't about to let the storm of the century ruin their big day. Since I've been a little girl, I, you know, my mom has always told me that you're going to have a destination wedding in St. Pete. Alexa Green and her fiance, Pat Boylan, were supposed to say I do this Saturday at their destination wedding at a beautiful waterfront hotel in St. Petersburg. Close to 200 guests were expected. We got that call Monday saying that they were evacuating everyone and our wedding was canceled. That's very shocking news. Shocking, yeah, it's insane. You know, we always knew that a storm, a hurricane was possible. Um, you know, but you always think that won't happen to us. Well, it did. Now Alexa and Pat, who live in Indianapolis, say they're still tying the knot on Saturday, come hell or high water. We don't want to wait until 2023 to get married. So uh, that's the first thing we had to both uh, agree upon was we still want to get married this weekend. What followed was a major scramble over the next two days. Alexa and Pat planned their entire wedding again in Indianapolis. Once word kind of got out, I mean, we got numerous texts, numerous calls. I know a photographer. Uh, I know an efficient. It's our next door neighbors. They own a, um, a restaurant and brewery downtown, and they immediately opened their venue up. So we're supposed to get married on Saturday. This couple is also supposed to get married on Saturday in Fort Myers, ground zero for Hurricane Ian. She got me through her school. Kylie Morgan is a singer-songwriter. Her fiancé, Jay Allen, is currently a contestant on the TV show, The Voice. I'm about to walk into our wedding venue for the first time in Fort Myers, Florida. Last week, Jay gave this tour of their wedding venue under construction, but today they found out the wedding can't take place there. Our venue right now. Our venue is underwater. Your venue, you know it's underwater? Yeah. Yeah, our our wedding venue is gone. (laughs) One more problem, Kylie's wedding dress is in Florida. Water is currently approaching her wedding dress. Yeah, um, a lot of tears have been shed. It's on the second floor of the house that's getting flooded right now, so the entire first floor is already underwater. So we may not have a wedding dress here. Thanks to their uninvited guest, Ian, their wedding is postponed. We have each other and all of our friends are safe. And yep. Hopefully we'll get married eventually. <laughs> and when you do, it'll be amazing. We wish you all the best. Next, the hot new movie about screen legend Marilyn Monroe. But how accurate is it? Did JFK really sexually assault the screen idol and Lizzo's magic flute? The national treasure that hasn't been played in 200 years. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, 
Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. They made a movie out of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I swung at him. Next in Sun Edition, he plays Johnny. I did tell the truth. She plays Amber. I'm not a saint. Behind the scenes, how they pulled it off so quickly. Next in Sun Edition. The new Marilyn Monroe movie, Blonde, begins streaming today on Netflix. Its producers say it's inspired by her life, which means there's plenty of artistic license. But has one scene taken that too far? Does the new movie about Marilyn Monroe cross the line? The new Netflix film, Blonde, starring the sensational Ana de Armas, contains a graphic scene that depicts her being sexually assaulted by the character modeled on President John F. Kennedy. You don't have to worry about me. In the movie, the screen idol wakes up dazed and bewildered after the rape in a New York City hotel room. She's dragged by Secret Service agents to the bathroom and winces in pain. In real life, Marilyn and President Kennedy apparently did have an affair, culminating in her iconic rendition of Happy Birthday at Madison Square Garden in 1962. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Charles Casillo is a Marilyn Monroe historian. They had a fling, and it was consensual on both parts. What happened was is that Marilyn came to take it more seriously than a fling. She was at a very vulnerable point in her life, and um, she started to look towards him as a possible salvation. Uh, he kept thinking of it as a, a fling. So it did ultimately come to feel by her as a betrayal. Blonde is based on a well-regarded novel written by acclaimed author Joyce Carol Oates. It's fiction and does not claim to be an accurate, fact-filled biography. But critics are concerned that viewers of the Netflix movie will think that JFK really did assault Marilyn and tarnish his reputation. There's going to be younger people that don't know anything about her, and they're going to think that JFK assaulted Marilyn Monroe. It's not fair to either one of them because there's no proof that it ever happened. The hotel room scene is one reason it was given an NC-17 rating due to some sexual content, which led Ana de Armas to say, I can tell you a number of shows or movies that are way more explicit with a lot more sexual content than Blonde. This has been one hell of a day. How can I if Marilyn Monroe were alive today, she would be 96 years old. Still to come, Lizzo's magic flute. 
the national treasure that hasn't been played in 200 years. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's not just any flute Lizzo has on stage. It once belonged to America's fourth president and is linked to a very memorable moment in U.S. history. Lizzo looks a little wide-eyed because she just played a priceless 200-year-old flute. Lizzo was the first and only person to ever play the crystal flute, a legendary piece of American history that belonged to the fourth president, James Madison. Lizzo gave her fans at the concert in D.C. a short history lesson, which harkens back to the War of 1812, when the British burned down the White House. The only two things that were saved was a portrait of George Washington and this crystal flute right here. It was escorted by three Capitol Police officers in, in an unmarked vehicle. It was escorted into the arena. It was treated like an actual, um, you know, artist. Um, it had its own green room. On stage, Lizzo admitted she was nervous. This crystal is like playing out of a, a, a wine glass. A serenade with a national treasure. Lizzo played the flute for only a few seconds because the Library of Congress didn't want it exposed to too much heat or light. When we come back, the little weather boy who's covering Hurricane Ian. Finally today, look who's tracking the hurricane. Hello, everyone. This little weather boy is covering Hurricane Ian. It's definitely raining. A, a lot. Like, like a lot. He's reporting and live from his home in Naples, Florida. It's getting bad. Bad. And when you open this door right here, that's hard to open. Stay safe out there, buddy. We hope everybody stays safe. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts.